Memham at Bay's 11 lines from the bottom. If a husband divorces his wife, um, and then she gets remarried and has kids, fine. Let's say there's the possibility of a husband uh, coming later and saying, ooh, he totally regrets divorcing her, and if he would have known X, Y, or Z, he never would have divorced her. Well, that's a big problem if we give significance to that, because then it turns out she never should have got remarried, and her... Uh, new children or the new husband are possibly mom zerim, and therefore any situation which we will kind of accept that the husband can say that um, we let him know before he gets divorced from the first wife. Listen, if you're getting divorced, we're just letting you know you can never ever take that wife back again, no matter what. So shemra. If a uh, man divorces his wife because it's rumors, rumors that she is fooling around with someone. Lo yachzir, he can never um, take her back as a, a wife. Mishum neder, if he's uh, divorcing her because um, he says, I just can't handle a woman who takes nedarim, then lo yachzir. Now, lo yachzir means, even if it turns out that really she wasn't having an affair, really she could go to the rabbi and get rid of the neder, um, we never let him take back. Now, there's two possible reasons, either because of the kilkula, which is the way I explained it, or possibly, we'll see another reason, that uh, we basically don't want uh, Jewish ladies to be accustomed ever to taking um, nedarim improperly or certainly to uh, doing anything even sus- suspect of fooling around. Okay, we're going to have four more Tanaic opinions on the issue. Rabbi Yehuda, who I now boxed, Oimer, he says, these are the parameters. Kol neder sheyadu by rabim yachzir. If it's a neder that she took, like in public, then lo yachzir, you can never take it back, because that type of neder is, uh, at least according to Rabbi Yehuda, a type of neder that you can't be made for. There's no way to be made for it. Uh, Rabbi Yehuda's not concerned about the kilkula issue. Rather, he's concerned he doesn't want Jewish ladies making nedarim. And therefore, if she took the neder berabim, that's sort of like a very paro, it's a very uh, unacceptable thing to do, and therefore they consin. Whereas shaloyadu berabim, uh, yachzir, if the rabim don't know about it, where there is a hafara, then uh, he can take her back. There's no reason to make the kanas. Rabbi Meir, who we boxed, a third Tanaic opinion, Oimer, and he has uh, two scenarios. He says... Uh, number one, kol neder the type of neder that would have to go to the rabbi to uh, get out of, um, and the husband can't be made for it, lo yachzir. If he divorces his wife because of that, then uh, he can never take her, remarry her. A remarry holds the issue is uh, kilkula, uh, the concern that maybe she'll get remarried, she'll have children, and therefore uh, a neder that he's not able to be made for, but the rabbi could he could really mess things up. He could mess things up that get that he originally gave her and say, listen, if I would have known that a chacham could do it, and, and that's why we say, all right, buddy, you're going to divorce that uh, woman, realize that you'll never be able to take her back. Whereas, comma, uh, second possibility, rather, the husband himself could be mefer, then yachzir, because he can't mess her up. There's no way he's going to... Let's say he does come in and say, well, if I would have known, I could have been made. What do you mean if you would have been made for? Like, you know you could be made for. We don't accept that as a claim. That's Rabbi Meir. Amar Rabbi Lazar. I box Rabbi Lazar. Fourth Tanaic opinion, he says, um, he basically holds that all Nadarim, lo yachsir. Why? Well, lo yachsir zeh, el zeh. They didn't asser this one, the one that she has to go to the Chacham for, except... 
um, because of this one, the one that sh- her husband can be made for it. So the Tsar Chakiras Chacham is really only because of the husband. Because where she needs a Chakiras Chacham, um, we're not really concerned that he'll be milkalkal her, because he's not believed to say that if he would have known she go to a Chacham, like everyone knows that. Uh, rather, what are we concerned about that he shouldn't say regarding himself, ooh, if I would have known that that issue, I, I could have been made for, I would have. And that's Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Yosef, Rebbe Yehuda, who will have to explain when we get to the Gemara, but I box his name. He says, uh, Maisa once happened, there was a guy, a uh, married man, he, interesting, up till now, she's the one making the darm. He said, some sort of like uh, neder or shvua that uh, if he doesn't divorce her, Garsha, he divorced her. And the rabbis allowed her to, allowed him to take her back as a wife. Okay, says the Gemara. We'll have two Lashinas of Rav Nachman here. Amar of Yosef Barman Yumi, underlined his name, Amar of Nachman, and circled Rav Nachman. And I put a, uh, an A in the margin here and circled it. And on Memvav Manalif, fourth line down, I put a B in the margin and circled it there. Uh, like we had mentioned when we um, read the Mishnah, the Tanakam's opinion, there's two approaches as to what the underlying reason is. Here's the first Amar of Yosef Barman Yumi, Amar of Nachman, Vehu she. Amar, I don't underline, Vahusha Amar. That which we say in the Mishnah, Lo Yachser, that he can never take her back as a wife, that's where he said to her, uh, quote unquote, Mishum Shemran I am divorcing you when he divorced her, he says, because of that terrible rumor. Or, um, quote, Mishum Nedar because of the Nedar that you take, I just can't stand that you take Nedarim, end quote. Kesavar, that's because Rav Nachman is of the opinion. Time am I? What's the reason? Lo yachzer, the husband can't remarry her. Mishum kilkula. I double underline kilkula. That the reason is because we are very concerned that if she gets remarried and has kids, that he could come with some sort of claim, which we would accept, and then it could turn those kids into like mamzerim. And therefore, if he says this to her at the time he divorces her, and like he clearly states the reason he's doing it, then that claim later would be acceptable and Matsima Kalkela, and that's how we let him know beforehand that no, you'll never be able to remarry her, Vilo, and if not, Lo Matsimakalkala, he would not be able to be Makalkel her. Why? Because he didn't say that he was divorcing her because of some sort of like rumor. Um basically they were only Dvarim Shibalev, and we know Dvarim Shibalev ain't on Dvarim. That's the first lesson. Ikadamri, squiggling line Ikadamri. Amar of Yosef Barman Yumi, who I underline Amar of Nachman, and we circled of Nachman. This is the second lesson of Nachman in explaining the Tanakama of our Mishnah. Tzarech Shiyomer, not Vehu Sha'amar. It's where he says it, but rather I don't underline Tzarech Shiyomer law. He has to let her know, and this is what he has to say to the wife. Um, listen, wife. Heavy yoidaas, I squeal on heavy yoidaas. You should know. The reason I'm divorcing you is because of that rumor. Umishum neder, or if it was because of a neder, he would say mishum neder That's the reason. Okay, according to that uh, second lesson of Rav Nachman, kesavar time amai. What's the whole reason for this? because we do not want Jewish women being, and I double underline prutzayis barayis minadarim, very. Loose when it comes to issues of arise and adarim, and therefore we will not know hilkach. Therefore, it has to be said to her that this is the case, and all women will hear about it, and it will achieve the desired result. The Gemara now brings a brisa which supports 
Each one of these Lashon is Tanya Kalishna Kama. We have a Bryce that we'll see shortly, like the first Lashon of Rav Nachman, and Tanya Kalishna Basra, colon. Tanya Kalishna Kama. I put a diamond around Kalishna Kama. And about seven lines later, first word line is Neder. In the middle it says Tanya Kalishna Basra. I put a diamond around Kalishna Basra. It's going to have two Bryces now. Each one about six, seven lines. The first one supports the first Lashon. The second one supports the second Lashon of Nachman. Here's the first one. Says the Bryce. Amrab Meir, Mimnema Amru. Why is it they said? Which is essentially the Tanakama's opinion in our Mishnah that Hamotzias Ishta Mishum Shemra, if you divorce her because of Shemra Loyaksu, you can never remarry her. Umishum Neder, because of Neder Loyaksu, you can never remarry her. Why? Shamatelech, because we're very concerned that the following might happen. She'll go after she's divorced from the first guy. marry another guy. And it'll turn out that the rumors that she was fooling around were really not true, or that she really could have the neder um, taken away by a rabbi. And that first husband will say, If I only would have known Shekenu that this was, that it wasn't true. Even if somebody had offered me $100,000, I would not have divorced her. Oh, comma, Benimsa get Batel, Ubanem Amserim. That would turn out that really then, retroactively, the get was Batel because it was under like false pretenses, and her children from the second husband are Mamserim. Oh boy, Lafikach, therefore, Aimrimloi. We, the rabbis who are administering the divorce the first time from the first husband, we say to that husband, listen, buddy, heavy yoidea, no. If you're divorcing her for that reason, you can never remarry her. And if you're divorcing her because of the neder, you can never, even if she doesn't get remarried in the interim, remarry her. That's the end of that price, and that certainly is a support for the first approach. Tanya Kalishna Basra. This is a six-line brisa. Starts here, like the second lush that the issue is priestess Baras in the dark. Amru Amru. Why is it that they said, like the first case in our Mishnah, that Hamotzias Ishter Mishum Shemra Lo Yachzer? He can never remarry her. Mishum Neder Lo Yachzer. Why? Shlo Yubenois Yisrael Prutzais Baras in the dark. Pretty clear. We don't want Jewish ladies becoming not uh, careful with those two issues. Lefikach. Therefore, Oimrim Loi. We say to him, not we say to him so that he should know, but rather we say to him, buddy, you're about to divorce your wife for one of those reasons. And more law, I double under on the more law, say to her, you say to your wife, right before you divorce her, have yoidas, no woman, that's the end of this next source. The next opinion, the second opinion, the Mishra is Rabbi Yehuda. Box Rabbi Yehuda. Quote from the Mishnah, If it was basically a net that was taken in public, lo yaksir, you can never remarry her. Yaksir, you can take her back. I'm Reb Shuban Levi. My time at Rabbi Yehuda. What's the reason of Rabbi Yehuda? Essentially, he's saying that a neder that was taken, Rabbim, you can't be made for most of Durham. A person who takes the neder, if they regret it, they could be made for it, possibly. But neder and Rabbim cannot be. Why? My time in Rabbi Yehuda, there's a pasuk, there's a story in Sefer Yehoshua, the Jewish people have uh, come into the land of Canaan, they're conquering it to make it the land of Israel, and uh, there's a uh, bunch of uh, of, of uh, locals who are around the next hill, and, and they come up with this plan that they're going to approach the Jews, say they come from very far away, and uh, basically try to make it so that they won't be wiped out. Um, the pasuk there, uh, Yehoshua, uh, says, the Jewish people didn't smite them because there was a shvua taken by the leaders of the Jewish people that they wouldn't wipe them out and uh, now even though really it was a trick uh, that's uh, what 
happened. That's how you know a net that's taken by Rabban, which is what they had taken to these people, the uh, Givonim, um, doesn't have a farah. Okay, Virabanan, who say that there is hafara for an eder berabim, what would their response be to this story? They would say, no, over there, hasam, michala shvuah The shvuah was taken under totally false pretenses. It didn't even, like, take effect. Kevadamaluhu, and the reason it didn't take effect is because those people who came claiming to be like nomads from far away, since they said to the Maris, we come from a very far away place, that wasn't true. Actually, the shvuah wasn't chal at all. Well, then why didn't they just kill them all and wipe them out like they were doing to the rest of the uh, Canaanites, uh, people in the land of Canaan? Quite a Kiddush Hashem here. That was the Kiddush Hashem. What was the Kiddush Hashem? It says Rashi across from here about four lines up in the Rashi. Mishum Kiddush Hashem. And I actually double underline the whole Rashi because it's quite an interesting um, description or definition of one of the types of Kiddush Hashem, so that the Gayim shouldn't say that these Jews violate their Shvua. Now, they could explain and write a million and one articles and editorials about how really it wasn't them violating their Shvua. Bottom line, it would look like they were violating their Shvua, and therefore because of Kiddush Hashem, they didn't wipe them out. Okay, we had said a Neda that was taken in public, but Rabin uh, there's no how far, at least according to some opinions. How much is a rabim? Kama rabim. Nachman Amar, three. Rabbi Yisak Amar, ten. Colon. Where does each one get it from? Well, Rav Nachman Amar, three, because uh, in the story there, they had said yamim, which is two, and rabim, many days, which is three. Uh, there were uh, three, so by a woman who has a ziva flow and says she's had it for yamim, that's plural, two, rabim. We darshan it three. So, um, Three is a Rabbim. Rabbi Yitzchak Amar, Asara. Rabbim is a ten. Dixiv, Eida. An Eida is ten. Like it says, Eida uh, Haraz, by the Meraglim. Well, Yeshua and Kalev told the correct analysis, but the other ten did not. They are the Eida. The Mishnah said the third today opinion is Rabbi Meir. So Rabbi Meir, Aymer, Kal Nedrashit uh, Etc. Because we're now going to go on to that next opinion, which is Rabbi Elazar the fourth opinion. Tanya, here's a little brisa, goes for a little bit over a line. I boxed Rabbi Elazar's name. Rabbi Elazar, I'm here. In the Mishnah, it was all pronouns. Rabbi Elazar had said in the Mishnah they didn't answer this one except because of that one. Okay, um, a little bit clearer in the brisa, they didn't answer the tsarich a heter from a chacham the enot tsarich a heter from the chacham. But my kamifligi, they're they're both essentially saying similar things. What is the essential point of machlokas between Reb Meir and Reb Lazar in the Mishnah? Reb Meir Savar, Reb Meir is of the opinion that the general assumption is that Adam Reisich is baza ishtay bebeist in. Now, not that Hasbeh actually wants that. Rashi does a kolayim right now. He doesn't really, it doesn't bother him so much. Therefore, a case of where she has to go to ask the rabbi, he could be makalkel her. Whereas Rebbe Lazar says, no, ain't other much that should be based on her. The husband does not want her, his wife to have to go in the very uh, demeaning and embarrassing situation. And therefore, she probably wouldn't have gone to ask the chacham. Says the Mishnah, Rebbe Yisrael, Rebbe Yehuda, Maisa B'Tzidan. Now, Maitana Diktani Maisa. Uh, up until now, the first four opinions in the Mishnah uh, have been talking about the Nadarim that she makes, a woman makes, and suddenly 
Rabbi Yisraeli comes in and talks about a neder that the husband made. It doesn't really flow. So the Gemara explains that actually it does flow because the Mishnah is a chasuri mechsra. It was lacking a little bit of information. The hachik tani. This is a way to understand it. I put a right angle in here till the last word on the page, which is a rereading of um, how we're supposed to understand the Mishnah. So before Rabbi Yisraeli came in, we have to add in a little piece here. When is that? Medvar Mamurim, the previous uh, Fortunate opinions that we've had from the beginning of the Mishnah? Shenadrahi, that's where she took the neder. Kamaval Nadar, Ihu, if he took the neder, um, that he's going to divorce her. Yaxir, if he wants to, he can take her back after he divorced her because there's no concern for Kilkul. And then coming along off that, it makes sense from Rabbi Yisrael Behuda, Maisa Namid, also Metzidim Echad Shamale Ishta, where he said he made the Neder, Kainami Meni Megarshech, the Girishini divorced her, Vehitu Lechachamim, the rabbis allowed him, Shiachsi Rena, to take her back as a wife, Mipnei, Chikan Ha'ilam. Okay. My Kainam. Uh, kainam is basically a lashon of hektish. We saw him in like you want to make a something a carbon or give something based on mikdash. What's the lashon of konam over here? What did he say exactly? Konam. If I don't divorce those uh, terms, go together. So Amaravudi explains. Beoimer. It was actually a little bit uh, more uh, wordy. What he had said. It's where he said yasru kolperas shabaolam alai. Also, like a carbon should be all fruit in the world upon me. Im eni megarshich. If I don't divorce you. And then uh, the mission said, They allowed him, that he can uh, remarry her. Pshita. Well, like, why not? There was nothing to be concerned about. Well, maybe there was. Mautatami might have thought to say, Ligzor, that we should have made Xera, that he's not allowed to remarry her, based on that which Rabnasan tells us, Mishum Drabnasan de Sanya. Rabnasan is the approach we had him a number of times, who says, uh, Nidarm is a very bad thing. Reb Nelson, a person who takes a neder unnecessarily, it's as though he built a uh, like a backyard uh, mizbeach at a time that is usher, like when there's a base of Migdash with the mizbeach functioning. And one who actually fulfills the neder, it's even worse, as though he offered a sacrifice on that backyard altar. Now, you might have thought, based on Reb Nelson, that we go ahead with it and um, do not let them get remarried again because of the intensity of it, Kamash Malan, we don't say that. And finally, the um, Mishnah concluded, apparently, that according to Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, uh, the reason why, if the husband says, and divorce her, that they allow them to get remarried is because of Tikkun Ha'ilam. That's why the Mishnah read. So Gemara asks, one second, my Tikkun Ha'ilam Ika. Where's there a tikkun ha'ilam in him taking her back as a wife? You could say there's a tikkun ha'ilam if we forbid something, but to allow something, where's there a tikkun ha'ilam? So, two approaches. Amr of Sheshis, he's the first approach, he says it's actually going back a ratio. So when you look back at the Mishnah on the bottom of the Muhammad Bayes, those last two words made tikkun ha'ilam are not an explanation for Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, but rather for the first four Tanaic opinions. In other words, whatever the Tanakam, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Lazar say that he cannot take her back, those are because of Mimnei is a second approach. Ravina Amar Lo'ilam Seifa. Really, the Mimnei is coming to give an explanation for the Seifa. And when we say Mimnei Tikkun Ha'ilam, the way to understand it is 
he can remarry her because tikanaylam meaning ain bazumishum tikanaylam because what we often will be concerned about are these types of things doesn't exist over here there is no tikanaylam and therefore he can remarry her says the mishnah mishum let's say you have a couple that was married she doesn't have children he divorces her because of islandness he didn't uh, realize when he married her that she wasn't able to have children um okay but still she does need to get because whatever bs he had he didn't like just sleep with her like uh, anything other than a wife and uh, he did the shame conditions so he divorces her now um can he ever take her back or not rabbi yehuda who i boxed i lo yachzer and the chachamim who we boxed i yachzer uh rabbi yehuda says no why do we tell him when he gets divorced he'll never be able to remarry her again? Because let's say she does get remarried and then she has a kid and then the, he comes back, the husband says, oh boy, like if I wouldn't let she could have had a kid, I never see. He could have offered me like a million dollars and I would have divorced her. That could get us into big trouble and therefore he can never take her back. Whereas the Chacham and Maimrim, Yachzir, we're not concerned about that potential kilkul. Kama. Let's say she does get married to another guy, and then she has children from him, and she actually never got paid her original ksuba from her first husband. Why'd she not get paid her ksuba? Because it turns out she couldn't have kids. But if she did have kids, it turns out that really he shouldn't have divorced her, and she should have gotten a ksuba payment. And she comes to court and now wants a ksuba payment from the first husband. So I He says that the approach that we should take with her is uh, listen, lady. Um, better for you to just keep quiet about this than to make a big fuss about it. Uh, we tell her, Your silence is much more uh, beneficial for you than uh, you continuing to chirp on about uh, needing a ksuba payment. Um, because the husband then will turn around and say, well, boy, if I would have known she could have kids, I never would have divorced her, and then she's in real hot water. Okay, what we see from our Mishnah, apparently, the memory that Rabbi Yehuda, who says he cannot remarry her if he divorced because of an island, is concerned about this potential kilkula, and Rabbanan who underlined lo kilkula is not choshesh. The thing is, though, we have heard the two of them to say exactly the opposite. Where do we ever hear this? Well, in the Mishnah that we started the Shear with. Actually, boxed off this Mishnah, even though this is the Mishnah we started the Shear with, but it uh, goes for uh, three and a half lines, and here... It seems Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanan have opposite opinions. Uh, the Mishnah there in Memheim Beis, where we started this, said, Now, if in those cases he cannot uh, take her back as a wife, it must be the Tanakama is yes concerned. The Rabbanan are yes concerned with Kilkula. Kama, Rabbi Yehuda, who I underline on there, he says, no, only kol neder shiyadu by rabim lo yachzer, because in neder shiyadu rabim there's no hafara, but shlo yadu by rabim, yachzer, he can remarry her. Alma, that's the end of the quote of the uh, Mishnah that we had at the beginning of this year. Alma, it follows from there, says the Gemara, Rabbanan underline chayishi l'kilkula, and Rabbi Yehuda underline lo chayish l'kilkula. Basically exactly the opposite of what we see in this Mishnah about seven, eight lines ago. So, we have two approaches. Amar Shmuel, I circled Shmuel's name. He's the first approach, and four lines later, in the middle of the line is Abai. I circled Abai. He's going to be a second approach. Shmuel says, Epoch. Just switch the names around. Make it that Rabbi Yehuda um, is the one who says um, Yachzir. So, when you look at our Mishnah, but look like Rabbi Yehuda saying Lo Yachzir. No, he's the one who says Yachzir. Chavim say Lo Yachzir. And then everything uh, is, uh, is is parallel and... and uh, uh, consistent from the mission on the bottom of Memhamad Bays, and here this mission on Memphamad Bays. The problem is, though, Vahamid Tani Seifa, 
keep reading in the mission that we had about ten lines ago. Here's a uh, almost a three line quote from the mission. It says, "Nisei If she got married to another guy, and she actually has children from the second husband, and then comes back to request her ksuba. Amar. Now, who says this? Which rabbi? Uh, gives this recommendation, none other than Rabbi Yehuda, who I underlined, uh, we should tell this woman, uh, listen, lady, your silence would be much uh, more recommended at this point than you continuing to make this claim for your ksuba. Okay, that was the end of the quote of the Mishnah above. And it's pretty clear if Rabbi Yehuda said that, Michal Rabbi Yehuda is the one who's he is the one who seems to be concerned. So Shmuel would tell you that this also should not be Rabbi Yehuda Hanami Epoch. Now Epoch here would basically make that uh, statement uh, at the end of the Mishnah as being not Rabbi Yehuda, but rather change it to the Chachamim. You have to edit uh, quite a bit in the Mishnah. That's the Shmuel approach. Abai has a different approach. Abai we circled Amar Laolam Lo Tepoch. You don't have to switch around any names. In this case, Rabbi Yehuda Behahi that uh, Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to uh, this. Scenario, Savalak Rabbi Meir, Savalak Rabbi Elazar, colon. Bit Sarech in the case where it would need a heter v'chacham, Savarla ke Rebbe Lazar. Uh, he holds, like Rebbe Lazar, that a person doesn't want, a man doesn't want, a husband doesn't want his wife ever to have to go to Basin, and therefore he's not going to be able to say, well, if I would have known, I would have sent her to Basin. No, no, no. You would not have sent her to Basin. Kama, u'b'sheinot Sarech, I... Where it doesn't require the Heter Vachacham, Savarla, there, Rabbi Yehuda holds like Rabbi Meir, who says the husband doesn't make mistakes when it comes to Nadarm that he himself can be made for. He knows which Nadarm he could be made for. That's like uh, husband uh, rules 101, and therefore he wouldn't be able to say uh, at some later time, oh, if I would have known, I could have been made. Yeah, you knew, buddy. Period. I'm a Rava. So, Rava who uh, sort of likes Abaye's answer, says, well, that takes care of Rabbi Yehuda's inconsistency between this mission and the previous Mishnah. Amarava, Yehuda, Yehuda, Kasha, that was a question that you had to answer. Dirabanan, Dirabanan, Lo Kasha, that was a question you didn't have to answer. Ella, so I squiggle on the Ella. Rava, again, Rava's not going to disagree with Abaye in the way he explained Rabbi Yehuda. He's just going to add what the Rabbanon would hold. Elama Rava, Rabbi Yehuda, Rudolai Kasha, Kedeshaninan, the way that Abaye answered it. And now, adds Rava, Durabanan, Durabanan, also Loi Kasha. Why? Man Chachamim, who are the Shitos Chachamim that in the above mission about 20 lines ago had said Yachzir? It's actually... Rebbe Meir. Now, what's unique about Rebbe Meir? De Amar, Rebbe Meir is the one who throughout Shah says, De Ba'inan, for a Tanai to be valid, it has to be a Tanai kafel. It has to be doubled. That whatever condition a person is making, he has to um, have it made. That if this happens, then X will be the result. And if this doesn't happen, then Y will be the result. And therefore, what's going on in this case? Bidalei kafle tenai. The tenai was made, but the tenai wasn't doubled. In other words, both sides. What would happen if he did do this? What would happen if it didn't do that? We're not spoken on, and therefore it is an invalid tenai. Adkan.